Hey, Ray. Yes, Connor? What's black and white and red all over? Huh. A newspaper? Not even close. Hmm. A sunburnt zebra? What are you doing, Ray? (laughs) Not even close. (laughs) Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. A weekly podcast coming to you from the High Priest of Khonshu. Available on all good podcast catchers. Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Ifus podcast. I am Connor McKenna. I'm Rebecca Hart. And Carl Stout. Yes, and that was an ad you heard playing at the start of our show. We have a whole bunch of collective ads and we're going to start playing them now. I don't know which one I picked yet though, so, you know, I guess you'll find out mm-hmm. at the start. But anyway, um, yep, so we're back. Uh, there's the... No Iron Fist news, lots of Marvel news, but if you want that Marvel news, just listen to any pop culture podcast or go check out my other co-host, Ray, in his Into the Night and Moon Knight podcast. I'm sure they talk about it quite extensively. Rebecca was on it Yes, they do, because I was on it. Hurrah. Yeah. Um, We're here just to live in the 70s perpetually, because, you know, we don't want to leave our childhoods, right? We just want to stay... Oh, no. 80s, because this is 1980. Yeah, we all know Carl loves the 80s, because he keeps sharing stuff like, this is in the 80s. (laughs) 70s, 80s, whatever. (laughs) I'm old as dirt. Then I attacked the Goonies, and Carl never responded to me, so. Well, as as is right. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. I'm going to feed the trolls. I was was (laughs) trolling when I said that, that is true. Uh, but, um, I don't know, problem with the Goonies, but it's not a staple part of my childhood. Uh, but anyway, um, Goonies aside, although, you know, that is a fun topic, but, uh, we are talking about Power Man and Iron Fist. We are still in this run. We are never going to leave this run, but we will at some point. Uh, if you guys ever get sick of this and want us to cover, like, Mortal Iron Fist or something, just give us a yell and we'll do it. Uh, otherwise we're covering oh. this for you guys, because of the overwhelming votes in that poll, so... Well, I think next issue we'll probably be carrying, uh, uh, covering uh, the Carnage one. So I think that'll be out in two weeks. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, the Carnage tie-in. I was going to read that first before we covered it, because I'm just not sure how Iron Fist it will be, if that makes sense. Um, you know, but I'll... Yeah, if if it is like iron, like if it does if it does have enough iron just in it, and um, you don't need the main book for it, then we'll definitely cover it. Uh, or if it's just good, cover it. Or if Carl really wants to cover it, then we'll cover it anyway. Um, well, there's only been one issue of the main book so far, and basically it's just, in a nutshell, Carnage has come back, and he is 
reach to the point of evil. No, he's finding every single person who's ever had a symbiote in them. And he started in the graveyards. And he's be basically uh, ingesting their bodies to remove whatever is left of the symbiotes to make himself stronger. Speaking and of symbiotes... He, he has become a uh, pretty much disgusting, disgusting, disgusting freak uh, on the level of immortal Hulk horror. I meant to read that, didn't I? But I mean, this could be a good opportunity for them to make Iron Fist costume symbiotic. I don't think we're ever going to see that. I know, but it would be funny. <laughs> explain a lot. You know, we get an explanation for Luke's shirts this issue, but we don't get it for Danny's. Mm. Um, <laughs> and we also have, we also have a surprise guest appearance. Yes, we do, which is pretty funny. We do, um, I love it. Yeah. So this is Cowman <laughs> and Iron Fist '65, uh, published October 1980. Uh, the cover artist is uh, Bob Layton and Herb uh, Watanabe, and it's called "An Eagle in the Airy." Is the official title of the story. Um. And on the front cover, it says, because it had to happen, El Aguila is back, and Luke and the Fist and Connor wish he weren't. Now, my question is, <laughs> why did it have to happen? Was he, like, really popular? I haven't been reading the letters pages because I've been using my Epic collection, so like, maybe there was, like, demand for him to come back. I mean, like, he's superficially cool because he's Zora with a laser sword, but he's really stupid and I hate him. Um, which we will get into later in the issue because uh, he's even more annoying this time on my end anyway. But anyway, writer, Mary Jo Duffy, penciler, Kerry Gamble, inker, Ricardo Villamonte, colorist, uh, Ben Sean, letterer, Joe Rosen, editor, Dennis O'Neill. Uh, now, it's a good cover. Um, well, yeah, it's a, it, it, the cover does its job. Uh, we have Iron Fist, leaping towards El Aguila with his fist lit up, and El Aguila is shooting Luke with his sword. Uh, does it look like there's three different drawings of the characters, like, pasted onto the issue? Do you? Uh, maybe. Uh, I could see how it could be seen that way. Yeah. Yeah, it is kind of odd. I mean, the, the, it tells you its contents, but the cover feels a bit weird to me. Um, plus, the sheer, plus the sheer fact of knowing how layouts are done on comic book pages, like the logo is never actually drawn by the comic artist. That's a, like a stat yeah. that's laid on top of it when it goes to print to do the plates. And the fact that Luke's head and Iron Fist's arm are both over the logo mm. is is odd. So I don't know if somebody was getting creative. Mm. Mm. Either way, we can win a Toys R Us shopping spree. I know, I'm very excited. <laughs> $3,000 cool. is probably quite a lot in the uh, 80s. So I, it's quite a yeah, lot now, I, to be fair. Like, <laughs> that was probably like $9,000 now. You yeah. buy the whole store, really. All those WWF figures. And... There is no store anymore. Toys R Us is gone. Yeah, which is a shame. Um, 
I don't even know if there's an equivalent now, is there? No. They're supposedly they're supposedly coming back. <laughs> Where do people get their toys? Where do they go shopping for toys if there's no Toys R Us store? Well, the same place that pretty much put Toys R Us out of business, Amazon and Walmart. Everybody orders everything online now. Yeah, but you just what if you just want to take your kid out and go to a store and pick up a toy? That's what Walmart's for. Walmart toy section, there's five aisles. We don't have Walmarts. We have Target. <laughs> Target and Kmart. Oh, are they like we the have, equivalent? We have, we have Smith's Toys and something else. I don't know. There's Wait a minute. Toys. How the hell do you have Kmart? What do you mean? Why should they? They build Kmart went, Kmart went out of business here. Really? Oh, we, we have it everywhere we have, here. We have no more Kmarts. They just recently, within the last <laughs> six months, are gone. Well, we have no Walmart to get them to drive them out of business, so maybe that's what it is. Um, anyway, yeah. So our opening page, we have uh, Jaron Hogarth showing uh, da, da, Jenny. Jenny. Yeah, Jenny. Mind blank. The slides of various escapades Power Man and Iron Fist have gone on, and Jenny's really bored. Because she's seen this all before. This is like a Jared, uh, Jared showing off his like his trophies, pretty much. Yeah, I also think he's just trying to kill time because he has to keep her there because Luke shipped her off there last issue when he was giving everyone on uh, getting everyone on airplanes and just you know sending them out of the city. Uh, and then the threat got resolved in like the same afternoon. So. <laughs> Um, so she's bored, and she's like, I want to go home. And Jaren always looks seedy. <laughs> <laughs> um, he calls Luke. Uh, now, in Canada, apparently, it's... Uh, I don't know what time it is in Canada, but apparently in New York, it's 6 a.m. Would the time be that different between Canada and New York? Well, it depends where in Canada he is, just like where, you know... New York, it would be 6 a.m., and California, it would be 3 a.m. If he's oh, over whatever whatever area he's over in Canada, it would be the same time thing. Yeah. Well, Luke's... But it, it wouldn't be later, if you know what I mean. Yeah. If okay. anything, it would be from 6 a.m. to 3 a.m. in Canada. Right. Christmas. Uh well... Gurgle gleep splosh. <laughs> yeah, Luke's on a waterbed and he's not enjoying it. Apparently, <laughs> the only guest room in the Iron Fist uh, estate is a waterbed. Um, uh, meanwhile, uh, yeah, so uh, Jaren's filling in Luke that Jenny wants to come home. And meanwhile, Luke is sparring with all of the uh, targets. Oh, not, not Luke. Danny's uh, sparring with all the. Did I say Luke? Yes, you did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah, kicking he's... the tiger's butts. Yeah. Uh, so he's taking them all on. Bob Diamond, uh, Lotus, and the other two. Can't remember their names. Uh, okay. I guess they're not broken up anymore? Yeah, I can't remember whether they... It's coming up soon where I think they talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Um, either way, they're no match for Danny... Well, we don't actually see the sparring match, but we can assume that he didn't get the crap kicked out of him. So, 
yeah, I haven't been to the office, but in the office right now is our mentally challenged friend. The he's evil. not mentally challenged, he's lovely. He's Leave stupid. Because um, <laughs> he's broken into the... Here's what I was, because he saw him walking into a shady den of thieves unmolested. And ergo, skipping all avenues of, you know, like, talking to them or finding out. He's broken into their office and decided that they are now his enemies and that he's going to track them down and stop them. If you guys want to defend his plan, go ahead. No, his plan's dumb. Okay. Because he is jumping the proverbial gun here. They even say it's dumb in the comic because they're like, well, if he they had he had waited another minute when he yeah. watched them watch. I mean, I'm not sure that them. Daddy or Luke are particularly brazen of Britain, but you know, he's just like, yeah, he could have just. This waited, is particularly like, a dumb plan. He saw I them give you that. and immediately ran off without waiting to see what happened. He just saw them, mm-hmm. and freaked out. He's like, ah, oh, oh. Anyway, um, yeah. So he's gonna he's going after them. And uh, Luke, shirtless, I guess his shirt's still gone. Yeah, it is. Yep. So yeah. they're talking with each other. Danny's doing his morning workout. His closet blew up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that's a good point. And Luke's like, oh, that's a good idea. So he starts breaking Danny's weights. Yeah, because why wouldn't you? you know, I mean, to be fair, Danny can afford more. It doesn't mean you should just break his stuff, though. Like, I don't yeah, know. he's a dick. His, his whole, like, mental... Even this, like, mental conversation he has with himself is, like, a bit dickish. <laughs> yeah, this is a bit strange. He's, like... So this is his inner monologue here, because he's walking back... Like, he's filled Danny in, and they're going to go get Jenny. Um, but he's, like, Fist serves a good breakfast, but that's about all I'm going to miss when I move back into my own place. Funny how you can work with a man, get along with him, and not be able to live with him. And it's like, well... I mean, yeah, the waterbed sucked. But Danny says that the waterbed wasn't his idea. Hogarth insisted he get one. I don't know, Luke just seems like a churl. Yeah. And it's like... You know, Luke, you could have slept on the floor. Yeah. He hated it so much. The couch, anything. Yeah. It's like like they had to live in the same room, even. (laughs) Exactly. You know, um, but I guess they just want to get a ha- Mary Jo Duffy wants to just get a hammer and smash your head. Remember, he's poor and Danny's rich. There's a class difference there, and it causes tension in Luke's mind because she hasn't told us that in the past. Every issue she's been on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but uh, Luke is going to pick up shirts. He's well, being followed. Yeah, Ella Guila is following him. And uh, so he, a dozen, he gets a dozen shirts, finest silk available. Yeah, but Danny's paying. Uh, okay. And two pairs of pants. And uh, Luke says, you better start making up the next batch of shirts now because you know how fast I go through them, which is a nice acknowledgement of his shirts just disintegrating. Just don't laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we have a cameo yeah. of Dr. Banner in the background. Yay, yeah. who also goes through shirts quite quickly. <laughs> yeah, he's getting a bunch of new pants ordered. <laughs> yeah. Some, some purple pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, we haven't talked about the artwork much yet. It's it's like the same as the other issues. It's serviceable. Yeah, it's pretty pretty standard. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's I good. Like it's it. just, there's nothing new to talk about in terms of the art. You know, nothing particularly stands out. Um, Come on, look at the paisley collar on the eagle and, and flying in first class there. That's that's classic. Yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, he's on the same plane as them. Oh. <laughs> More funny if he was like sitting right behind him. They got some lady there. Fun, yeah. He's also yeah. really confident he's going to take them out as well. He's like, these guys are toast. Yeah, because every other time he's met up with them, that's that's what's happened. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't run away. He hasn't run away or nothing every time. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they they get to uh, Hogarth's Bond villain estate. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. Run by women. And... Yeah, it's so it's he so it's, feels it's like Moon a James Raker. Bond setup. Yeah, yes, yeah. freaking Moonraker. Except he's oh, not evil. Just... I mean, although he's... of course, Luke, of course, Luke says it looks like it was funded by Darth Vader, <laughs> who I don't know if he's like particularly known for being rich, but whatever. <laughs> so it's a it's a fun joke while we're calling it Bond like, um, you know, like no, it's it's really like Darth Vader would have built this. Okay, Luke, but. <laughs> I guess he just means it looks futuristic and science fiction-y. Yeah. That's fine. Like, even, even like, the walkways they have up top is very James Bondy, specifically, yeah. like, Roger Moore sort of stuff. Um, very much. And uh, they are commenting that Hogarth is, like, exclusively hiring attractive women. Um, yes, which, which is, Jenny you know... mentions as well. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to try and pry too deep into Hogarth's mind. Um, it's pretty gross. <laughs> it's, it is, it's gross, yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway, um, it, it's gross, but I I like it as a character quirk because it, it makes him stand out that he has I think this what's like, weird setup. What's, um, what's interesting is Jenny's actually defending him. Is she? Because Luke's like... Yeah, Luke's like, what's with all the babes? And Jenny goes, not babes, Luke. Bodyguards, pilot, technicians, Jaren's yeah, staff. Yeah, but she also comments uh, late that she doesn't fit in because she's the only one who's not an eight. Yeah. Right. Which means she gets that they're all being taken on just because they're good-looking. I mean, they're, they're all very accomplished as well. Like, you know, on like a bunch of yeah. girls in one place, I guess. Um, Train killers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll we'll see where that goes soon, I guess. Um, but yeah, so they go into Hogarth's office, and there's a very uh, Tang Dynasty actually, uh, which is you know where my martial art uh, started, or named after the Tang Dynasty, which I found interesting. But I'm sure they just pulled that from a random book. So, uh, but yeah, it's like a jade statue of a horse. And Luke wants to touch it, but Jaren won't let him. You know, the horse, I'm sure, will come back into play later since they, you know, put focus on it. Uh, so No, uh, never! Hogarth thinks that he has insiders. Like, uh... What's the, what's the word for infiltrators? Yes. In his, uh... You know, base. <laughs> um, well, has, I, we... We also see a little bit more of what he, uh, what he deals in because he says that, you know, he has a storehouse of rare merchandise, prototype weapons, and unpatented inventions. 
Like, you think this guy's just, like, a morally ambiguous lawyer, but he has, like, all sorts he's of... He's got the entrepreneur side, yeah. He's dodgy all around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a mountainside base that's remote. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he probably has Dr. Doom on speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> got any more of those inventions? Has James Bond tied up in one room? Like in Goldfinger. <laughs> Time to die, Mr. Bond. <laughs> Laser so, slowly headed towards his yeah. crotch. I was like, I was actually watching that Simpsons episode the other day, Hank Scorpio, which is really funny. Yeah. But uh, anyway, he and wants. We find to... out the real reason that Jenny's been hanging around is he wants her to infiltrate his group of lady assistants. Yeah. So he's playing all the angles here, really. The entire team is like, no! <laughs> so Danny's like, well, why don't you hire Colleen and Misty? It's a perfect job for them. And yeah, it's here we get the big controversy. Yeah. Um, and it turns out that he's essentially fired them. Yeah, well, in early, earlier you find out on like the first or second page that he used to hire them constantly, Nightwing Restoration, Detective Agency. But mm-hmm. since acquiring Power Man and Iron Fist, he no longer had any need for their services. And here he brings it up again, that he basically hasn't even talked to him since he's been working with you guys. So Danny stormed it's... off. Because it is shitty what he's done. Oh, it has. As Luke points out, he's essentially yeah. like been causing all this tension and friction between them, and Danny hasn't known why. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's all because Jan, like, didn't even tell them that he fired them. Um, so it's like, uh, I mean, I feel like, why didn't Misty or Colleen tell him? <coughs> I think, well, they seem to have been doing something undercover the last time we... I don't know, yeah, they don't seem to want to tell him. Because I feel like Colleen, like, I know Misty saw them, but They Colleen did mention it, they did seem quite moody the last time we saw them. Yeah, well, Misty was Because Misty was shows. breaking stuff, yeah. wasn't she? Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I guess we, yeah, I don't know, they maybe didn't know that they were employed, well, they did know that they were employing Danny and Luke instead, who knows, maybe they were just being nice by not doing it. Yeah, but Danny, Danny storms off and Jared's all like, ooh, what's with his childish move? And even Luke's like, no, yeah, what you did was kind of a dick move. Yeah, you're in the wrong here, hard off. Yeah. So and then maybe in the wrong head. Crash, blam, blam, shazak. So we have a... Uh, we cut to outside, because everyone's like, what's that? And we have Ella Gila, like, flying in on a helicopter, just shooting people. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I thought he was going to do some, like, infiltration thing or something, but he just, like, launches a one-man assault on the base with, like, a helicopter for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Because um, yeah, why is he too? So he was, he Luke, Luke comes, Luke comes charging out, and he's like, "Take it easy." And instead of Dan's an old friend, he gets blasted straight in the chest. And then a mountain of rock falls on Luke. Well, I think that's snow. Snow? Because it it doesn't crash. Oh yeah, it, sh- <laughs> it shushes and falloops. Yeah. Good point. So Luke's buried under uh, avalanche of snow. snow. 
the Gala Gala breaks in and just keeps KOing Argoth's employees. Well, no, he does the Star Wars maneuver. Come on. What do you mean? He runs through the doorway and then dis, uh, destroys the controls. Oh, right. And we, yeah, that's we've had a Star Wars reference this issue as well. So, um, yeah, there's mayhem going on. And uh, Jenny's like, Jaren, there's a crazy man out there attacking your guards with a sword. Daddy mm-hmm. uh, sulking um, with an awesome view behind him as well. While wasting an iron fish charge. <laughs> he's reminding us that he's the greatest martial artist of the Washington Land city of Kunlun. You know, and he bears within himself, in his soul, in his chi, all the raging power of a dragon's heart. Um, I wonder if we're going to be doing any Kunlun stuff soon. Hmm, maybe. Uh, <laughs> which will be fun. I'll say, yeah. <coughs> Sorry. It's okay. So, so we got a nice close-up of Danny's face here. He hears all the mayhem. Beep, beep, beep. Okay, that's the alarm. <laughs> so he runs back. Danny's like, what the hell? Elagilo is fighting all of Hogarth's people. And uh, Danny disarms him. And Danny's like, you can't win a fair fight. You always run away, blah, blah, blah. And uh, Luke gets in while Luke, Luke gets out of the snow. And he... Begins the process of trying to break through the door. And then El Aguila pulls out an electric grappling hook. No. Alright, well, you correct me. He just pulls. Danny says, You can't shoot me anymore because you don't have your sword. And he goes, Oh no. And he pulls a small grappling hook from his belt and blasts at Danny with it. And Danny's like, What the hell? You got a second blaster in that grappling hook? <laughs> because there'll be more on this later and okay. then he uses the grappling hook to swing away from Danny gets his sword back there he goes running away again <laughs> shows, it, shows it to Jaren Hogarth and then and then uh, I beg your pardon he's like oh you appear to have misjudged me Mr. Agula or however you pronounce it isn't it however I'll be happy to accompany accompany you and will help straighten out the matters because he's like, I'm going to take you back to the New York where you're going to yeah. be on trail for all your corruptions and evil doings and blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, Jenny, get my briefcase. And he goes, I have indeed misjudged you because, you know, if someone agrees to what you're saying, you're obviously in the wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he doesn't no, bother no, asking. No proof or evidence whatsoever. Like, okay, get my, get my luggage. Oh, I must be wrong about you. Well, he... He says, if I have indeed misjudged you. So he's not he's not sold yet, but he says, I will be sorry if I... But he's like, he's he lets Jaren talk and everything, but he just attacks Iron Fist and Power Man. Yeah, oh, yeah. Beast. He came in firing. Yeah, good point. Well, I mean, the, guard, he, the guards weren't going to let him in if he was just talking to them. Uh, and half of his stuff started attacking everyone else. Which, uh, yeah. And then he's, Evil says, apparently I've acted hastily. I, per, I precipitated some sort of crisis here. Permit me to make amends. Yeah, so Trump the infiltrators 
uh, like half a staff, and we get specific numbers later. And he helps out Iron Fist, which means, which shows Iron Fist that he's on his side. Uh, this guy switches sides a lot. And then Iron Fist comments, I hope the batteries in your sword are holding out okay. And the eagle corrects him with saying, I'm afraid the sword is just a focus. I fire the bursts of biologically generated electricity. So basically he's an eel. <laughs> <laughs> Through his sword and grappling hook. And Iron Fist is just like, oh. Okay, dude. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so they start taking out all the guards, the bad guards. I guess they can tell which ones they are because they're shooting at them and stealing stuff. Um, now, technically, shouldn't Iron Fist have asked him if he had to plunge his fists into the heart of an eagle? <laughs> I mean, he could have. That would have been quite funny, but like, I don't think uh, that would have been the new quippy Iron Fist. Yeah. Now, Wicks finally bumped through the door. Kill those meddlers. Yeah. So in a big fight, uh, blah blah. Luke uses himself as a shield um, for one of the guards. You know, Sh- shooting one of the other females. Yeah. Daddy's commenting on how he, when he lived in Kunlun, they taught us it was wrong for any man to ever strike a woman. But since then, the company I've kept has taught me something else. <laughs> Which should make, like, a great out-of-context page, I guess. Like, or out-of-context yeah. dialogue. Um, but, yeah. Not a proud moment. <laughs> um, and, and, again, Luke gets something fired above him, landing on him. <laughs> and yeah, even, which is pretty funny. Even Luke yeah. is like... <laughs> Again, <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually not just this issue. It does happen to him a lot because he gets buried oh, in yeah. trouble all the time. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah, fight like, him what superhero doesn't? But yeah, that's true. But yeah, but yes, no, I think he does. <laughs> and he bursts out, and his shirt is again ruined. Of yes. course, because like you know he's. But now we know he has eleven more. Is it just like more work for the artist? I don't know why they do it. I mean, it's just like, it was the first thing I noticed when I went back to reading Old Power Man. And I was just like, I can't believe how often they do this. And the fact they joke about it as well. It's just hilarious to me. It is the stupidest thing ever, because you've got a street-level hero who has no money. Yeah. Who constantly has to buy brand new silk shirts daily. (laughs) Stupid. He has contacts with Reed Richards who could very easily make him an unstable molecule shirt mm. that wouldn't tear. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, or anything. Or he could just run around yeah. shirtless and save time. Like, <laughs> right, I mean, he actually could. Like, no one would care. It wouldn't be that odd considering how Danny's dressed. Um, yeah. <coughs> they're all getting away on an, uh, oh yeah, Luke bursts out and the guard is, looks like she's about to pee herself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the Eagle and Iron Fist go to stop the helicopter from taking off because a couple of them are getting away on it with some loot, I believe. Uh, Eagle uh, uses his last charge to stop a few of the armed guards and then he tells him he's pretty much spent. And Iron Fist is like, oh, I got this. So charges up his his Iron Fist and takes out the rear rotor of the helicopter, causing Eagle to utter... Santa Maria. Now, this is a new sound effect, right? 
And this is not a shikau. This is a shawam. Which I believe sucks up all the moisture of like an entire roll of paper towels. Which he saw. Although, oh wait, sorry. Sorry, that's the sham wow. Um, <laughs> so, uh, that was cool. Knocked off the back of the helicopter. You know, yay, explosion. Um, so, you know, it looks like back. they have everything covered, but Jaren has a gun to his head from one of his, you know, one of the traitors. But then she gets knocked out by Jenny, who uses his ancient Tang Dynasty, or Tang Dynasty, I should say. Um, Jade Horse, which is yeah. smashed to a million pieces. It's like, couldn't and you he's just like, yeah. And it was Andy. <laughs> so uh, apparently, every woman that they've hired for the last eight months was in on the invasion. <laughs> oh, she's like, yeah, really bad. <laughs> so. Like, you need better people vetting your guys. Yeah. That's Every one single hell of a plan. Um, it's just like Ocean's Eleven plan here. So Jan offers the Eagle to join Harris for Hire again. Um, and as Luke points out, yeah, Eagle, would be nice to know which side you're on for a change. Um, and the Eagle's like, well, I'm afraid not. Having read your files, I still do not feel working for you would be in the interest of justice. As long as you hire yourselves out to anyone who'll meet your price, there's a good chance we shall meet again as enemies. You know what else is not in the interest of justice? Just attacking people without sufficient <laughs> evidence. Like, um, but anyway, he's he's running off uh, and then just kisses Jenny, which I thought was yeah. weird, but whatever. I thought it was adorable. <laughs> and she's impressed by it. Yeah. And they're going on, you know, with a swashbuckle like him on our payroll. Think of all the female clients we'd have attracted. Um, so maybe he was really popular. I, I don't know. I mean, he's he's like the swashbuckling rogue, I guess, which is, you know, he's like a romantic a Latin, sort of figure. A Latin lover. Whereas, like, I think Danny would be more attractive. He dresses like a weirdo, so... No he dresses like a weirdo. He's committed to Misty, and uh, his outfit's a lot... You know, I mean, he do, he doesn't have any kind of swagger. He doesn't have any sex appeal. Because, because you know, well, no, it's not that. I mean, he's he's good looking and he's um he's fit and he's he's whatever. But it's just like he's just not very flirty. He's a women, dork, he, I guess. He's a well. dork. Well, yeah. he he doesn't really know how to act, and and he's so committed to Misty right from the off that he's not really looking. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, Luke has more luck with women than Danny, and it's it's not just down to it's down to the fact that he's looking. Some of us, yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, well, I mean, he's a little bit more flirty, at least sometimes. But Danny, for most of this, just isn't flirty or bothered. And it was so great when, you know, if we go back four years now or whatever, and we're reading the early Iron Fist issues, it's so great that him and Colleen had no romantic yeah, so between great. them. It's so great and rare. Sorry, Omar, I know you disagree. Um, he's, he's one of our admins. He's a big fan of Danny and Colleen. But, yeah, um, you know. Good stuff. Anyway, next, the hero, it's the Heroes for Hire and Nightwing Restoration in action, side by side, in the Jade Tiger, which or I, Jade, which I remember being a good issue. Like I remember stuff having to do with Jade stuff being good. So, you know, maybe they're coming up to Kunlun stuff next couple of issues. I'm not sure. But so, and a whole, the whole Jade Tiger thing is a hot mess. Yes, but still. 
It'll be fun to read. Okay. I haven't read it in ages, so. As long as something's just, happening. Like, well, it's just the whole... Um, should we Should we wait for next episode? To yeah. About this? Probably. Um, sure. I do want to say, though, do, I can't even remember. Did they ever follow up on, like, who got, like, this eight months of employees and planted them? No, like, I, don't think, I don't this, think so. Just one of his many enemies? <laughs> Probably Doctor Doom. <laughs> when are we going to get a Jaron Hogarth miniseries going oh, to his gosh. past? Hogarth and his hailing... Probably never you know, now the TV show um, has redefined Hogarth for us. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they'll change Hogarth for the... Uh, actually, Jessica Jones is really popular. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Um, either way, as long as Colleen and Danny don't start <coughs> a romance because of the TV show, I'll be fine. And I don't think they will. So. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's the new Ipis book, Marvel? Come on, give it to us. Well, we'll probably get through that, um, the infection thing. Yes, that, so. that's the thing we're looking forward to uh, next. Uh, and then it looks for, it looks like in November they're starting... A cosmic event and 2099 event, uh, but I didn't see Iron Fist 2099 in any of the. Uh, but it might be in the main 2099 issue. We'll see. And it looks like December's gonna be cosmic as well. So it looks like we're going cosmic for a lot of stuff. So mm. I don't know. I would even take like a team book with Doctor Strange, Iron Fist, uh, Hellstrom. Well, Hellstrom's in a team, so there's a team book called Strike Force, which is Hellstrom, uh, Winter Soldier, Wiccan, um, who else is in it? Spider-Woman. It's it's a cool team, but um, it looks like they've got a lot of the, um, some of the supernatural side. They might have Blade as well, I don't remember. Yeah. Blade's in the Avengers right now, isn't it? Technically, Hel- sells Hellstrom from the last issue. I mean, they're letting yes, that was amazing. Avengers. Oh, Looking it's uh, Angela as well. Is it Angela or Sarah? Looking horrible. Monica Didn't Rambo. Yeah. So the uh, Strike Force team is Damon, Hellstrom, Monica Rambo, Blade, Angela, Winter Soldier, Wiccan, and Spider Woman. Hmm. So that's got so, but it doesn't mean they won't pull in other characters. Yeah. So. um... But Marvel's not sort of pushing it very hard, which is a bit sad because I think it sounds really fun. Yeah. But, but there you go. All right. Fingers well, crossed. We will see you all again in two weeks, uh, either with the next issue or with the Absolute Carnage tie-in. Uh, we'll see what happens. And, uh, yeah, so until next time, uh, properly do background checks on your prospective employees. Uh, especially if you hire nothing but attractive women. So, you know, just keep an eye out for that. Someone might be planting agents in your... Have case. fair hiring policies and don't be a dick. And then you won't end up like Jaron. Yeah. Uh, but you also won't end up rich either. So it's up to you. Well, you might. You want to choose. Yeah. <laughs> <you> <laughs> I mean, like, you know. But yeah, fair. All right. See ya. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Adios.
Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney. Any musical images we use belong to their respective copyright holders. We do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sonsofthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, anything you want, really. It doesn't even have to be related to Iron Fist. If you don't want it read on the air, though, make sure you mention that. You can also find us on Facebook, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon. Our Twitter, at Iron Fist Podcast. Our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash Sons of the Dragon, uh, hyphens where the spaces are. Our YouTube, Connor Carl. Just search Iron Fist Podcast and you'll find us real quick. We are also on iTunes. If you find us there, give us a review and rate us. If it's less than five stars, please say why so we can improve the show. And we're on Podcast Garden in the literature section. And last but not least, head over to our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Artist Podcast.wordpress.com. That's where I put all the show notes. I'd like to thank Thomas Tissot for composing the Iron Fist theme song we use at the start of our Iron Fist episodes on the podcast. I'd also like to thank Peter John Sikorsky for composing the Power Man and Iron Fist theme we use at the start of our Power Man and Iron Fist episodes. And finally, thanks to you guys for listening. Thank you.